Flow for Meets is a podcast that gives a platform to all those wonderful people, projects, organizations and enterprises out there that contribute in whatever way to a better world. We talk about how easy it is to contribute to a change, but we don't sugarcoat the challenges we have to face. On Flow for Meets, people share how to learn from mistakes and how they keep motivated. Oh, hello, early morning sunshine. Shining in through the shutters of my window Well, I'm glad I can see you again It's been a long time, my very old friend We'll sit and talk for a while Today, Flofel meets Cashew Bird, a vegan cheesemaker from Berlin. Anderson Santa Silva, aka Cashew Bird, is originally from Brazil and lives in Germany for about five years now. He's a passionate vegan and one of the leading artisan cheesemakers in the world. As the founder of Cashew Bird, he puts lots of effort into researching and experimenting to create the perfect vegan cheese using traditional cheesemaking techniques. Trying to understand the secrets and interactions of vegan cheesemaking, he wants to create open source knowledge, make his experiences available and use the community to further improve vegan cheese recipes. With his cheese-making workshops, vegan blue cheese and camembert at hand, he tours through Europe cities to spread his skills. We met Anderson after one of his vegan cheese-making workshops in Cozy Alaska Bar, a vegan cafe that offers delicious tapas and drinks in Berlin, and we asked him why he has this huge passion for vegan cheese. I've been vegan for 14 years, and for me in Brazil... Vegan uh, means no cheese, no meat, but cheese is on pizza. And then in Brazil, we used to do actually very some creative, creative things of making tofu with olive oil and some spices to make on a pizza. And then I moved to Europe, and then I realized that here, cheese, especially in winter, you really miss that kind of fatty de depth of flavor food. And I kind of struggled in the first of years because I was... I met, I have many non-vegan friends here and seeing how they eat is completely different from what I'm used to. So when I decide to go and like, how can I actually do those things in a vegan way? So how can I make those cheese in a vegan way? I noticed that there is a complete lack of, uh, of knowledge about it. On the other hand, I was looking for scientific papers and there's, there were already some researches. So I was like, how can I make that? How can I do that? What kind of things can I do uh, that is I can make at home and don't need any scientific, like, big equipment? And that's when I started about two years ago to m try to make vegan cheese. Basic, uh, in the beginning I was doing tofu-like and putting uh, some bacteria, but it wouldn't work out. And then going through this learning curve of from tofu and then I figure out their almond tastes better and it's a bit more local and how can you process it to get to retain the fat and how to age it in a way to get cheese flavors using cheese cultures that you, yeah, there some are available using sugars, uh, plant sugars instead of, of lactose. So for me, summing this up in the last two years has been quite a challenge uh, so yeah, so that's, that's where I am right now. Before Anderson started experimenting with vegan cheesemaking, he was working as a computer programmer. 
seems like the challenge to create something new is kind of like his personal driver. Yes, I was uh, many times I was like, I'm going to give up. <laughs> I will never get this. It's like impossible. It's just so that was uh, I've been working uh, with it for two years and I have many ups and downs because it's hard to know exactly how computer is hard. I mean, you can, but it's still you can just do tests and it's control in, it's in a control environment. You can see the results. In cheese, you need a long time, and then sometimes it doesn't work that well, and sometimes you get you have a great cheese, and then you look back, what have I done differently? Um, so it is a very long process, and when I was many times I was like, it's not gonna work, and then I got my first good cheese, and then it was fine, my camembert, and then I saw some people posting uh, their recipes, and I thought, okay. If I'm not gonna make it right, other people will make it right if I give the everything that they need for it. Uh, so that's when I was like, okay, I will put out my responsibility as Cachoubert. My plan was to make vegan cheese available, but who was gonna make that? I don't know. And that's when I think things are starting to work out. And the more I experiment, the more I, I and then it gives me this time to try different things and then say, oh, I did this, 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 and it worked. And then people start using it and improving on top of it. So I see that happening. And uh, that's when I think that it's working. It's, it's on the right direction, but still a very early stage. We wanted to know what exactly it is that keeps him motivated. For me, I, there, was, there are two websites. Um, I, I love Japanese... Um, food in general, so at, at some time. And then in Japan, there is this fermentation uh, for miso, for soy sauce, and the koji that they use, which is a, a, a moldy rice. And there is some websites where they have videos and tutorials for that. And I find that in they because of the way that they explain, is they have the humidity, temperature, and everything, they explain in a very easy way. So for me, it was like, okay, that's actually something I would love to bring for the cheese making here. That is the turning the complex into something very simple to understand. On the other hand, if you look for the cheese recipes here that you have in, in Europe, because we have certain cheese that has been made in four generations, um, you cannot experiment because the recipe you need this temperature, this amount of cultures, this amount of things, this amount of things, and then in the end you have a very final product, um, which for vegan cheese you don't have. So for me, it's a mix of having the ingredients and having these recipes that is not the final, but it will teach the people to move forward and create their own cheese because, uh, yeah, so you don't need to be in Germany or in France or anywhere to get the cultures. You can anywhere in Europe and then you can create your own cheese in your place. So that's, I think that is like, there's no barrier and, but still in a way that people can learn and can improve and can experiment and play. That's the thing that the, the goal of cashew bar to play and create your own stuff. If vegan cheese could make it easier for people to flow to a more plant-based diet. Um, That, that is like very 90% of my friends that are 
vegetarian or mostly vegetarian, they would say, I can't give up on, on, on I cannot be vegan because of the cheese. Even though, and for me, it was um, this this idea when before I even thought about about cheese is like you can give up on a steak uh, or a piece of meat, whatever. But then, like if you compare cheese and broccoli, if you say in your life you won't eat broccoli anymore, and people, oh, okay. And if you're like in your life you won't eat pizza with mozzarella cheese on top, and people, whoa, no way. So is this this what for me in the beginning was what made people th these two different reactions to to food and then i figure out it's fat hormones and flavor and then of course fat you can you can satisfy make it satisfying hormones you may not get people addicted to it which is a very good thing but uh but this this comes also with some pleasure that you probably won't, wouldn't achieve with vegan cheese. On the other hand, I, what I notice is that most people say, oh, I like the vegan cheese because it's tasty and lighter. It doesn't stays on your belly or anything. And then was, okay, there's this shift. People will learn because in vegan world, usually you have a lot less vi variety of fermented food and flavors and that like which would be like a very aged cheese like parmesan or something uh so i think that in the development of vegan cheese will bring two worlds together one of the fresh flavor and lighter flavor and a more plant-based flavor and to this complex fermented uh fatty because an almond cheese that i make usually is very fatty you can notice the, the, the fat in there and that's when you merge the two worlds and then you bring people who are very reluctant to be or to to be to eat less um animal products and eat more plant-based because they just think that oh it's boring and then finding a balance in that without because you won't achieve the same results so people also need to open their minds and i think slowly they are open their minds i think there are some people that are like oh i don't if it's not cheese i'm not trying it but i see a lot of people oh actually i'm curious to try and that's curiosity that i think that is gonna change a lot we were lucky enough to taste cashew birds creations of course we were curious about the reactions of other vegans but also non-vegans eating his cheese i i find it many are happy with it because they are used to not having this kind of a stronger flavor or this this uh, this appearance is usually more industrial way with non-vegans I always have friends visiting me and they leave their the cheese like oh do you want to try and they're like mm, maybe mm. and then they start one piece and another and then like oh actually this is good oh actually this is pretty good it's I can't compare with cheese, but it's actually good. So it is this interesting reaction of vegans. I think they tend to oh this looks like cheese. It tastes a little bit like cheese, so it's cheese. With non-vegans, it's like it's something different, but I like it. So I think that's the basic reaction. Local and sustainable sourcing is a huge topic, not just for Flowful. What exactly are cashew birds' main raw materials? I'm from Brazil, we have cashews there. And when I use nut, cashew nuts in Brazil, I don't feel bad at all. Like it's from, it's from north of Brazil, I live in south of Brazil, it's, it's a long way, but still uh, it feels closer. When I 
I am from here and then I'm buying cashew from Vietnam or even from Brazil, it's such a long way that I feel a bit guilty for that, even though the world, in, uh, world is moving, it's all connected. So there are, it's, it's, it's more about my feelings than sustainability, uh, perhaps. But then I was trying to get uh, almonds, for example. So my, 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 that was my biggest concern. So it was uh, almonds, I know that comes uh, from Spain or you can get from Italy. Uh, so for me, okay, so almonds are, are, are fine. Here in Germany, they use a lot of uh, lupin, um, and then I was, and that's a great product. But still, there's this bitterness that is very hard to get on cheese. And then I was like, okay, I cannot use uh, lupin for that. Sunflower seeds are gray, the color, so it's it doesn't really, it's not appealing. So for me, it's uh, it's very hard to get something. Almond is for me the best uh, use. But uh, if you are buying from America, so it's not really helping, but you can buy from, from local sources. But still, if you're in Germany, you are importing anyway. Uh, so it's very hard in an European context to think what is local. And because it, for, for Spain, for somebody in Spain, probably almond would be fine. In Germany, probably uh, another seed would be, would, would be good. I'm experimenting, but it's hard to get one person focusing it. Just uh, adding to it, um, there was in Germany, because of Lupin is, is, is so common, there are some big companies investing in to make Lupin milk and, and uh, Lupin based products. And I think with going along, tagging along on those companies and those developments, we are able to get a boom soon. But I think that first we need to crack uh, to, to, to find the best substitute to almonds in this case. Unfortunately, almonds are kind of expensive. We asked Anderson if it wouldn't be possible to look for something cheaper to make it much more affordable. I mean, it would be super annoying if the food industry would take over. So I was talking to this friend and uh, to a friend and then she was saying, why you don't try hemp? And then hemp is cheap. I gr my parents grow it organic and we could make a boom out of vegan cheese with hemp. And that we like, because the prices is, is even for me to, to experiment sometimes, like I, I need to plan a little bit, otherwise the, the price would be too expensive even for my, even for my experiments. Uh, so hemp worked as a cheese, but there is some flavor. Um, now I want to try with sunflower seeds. And I want to, so there, with the nut and bean world, I think that making it cheaper will, will help. The only problem with industrial process is that they cannot wait. And what they are doing is that uh, they use fat, starches and flavors to make vegan cheese. And that is kind of, it satisfies some people, but it gives this impression that oh, you need a lot of uh, fake things. Cashew Bird is sharing his recipes and pretty much his whole knowledge online which is quite uncommon, I think. So for me, making vegan cakes, vegan uh, everything was, was very challenging, but I was missing. And that's when my, and on the other hand, I was seeing a lot of things developing in the US and other countries. I couldn't make it in Brazil. I felt very deprived because 
I, I traveled to the U.S. I was asking, oh, how do you do this? They're like, oh, I don't share my recipe. And I went to other restaurant and they're like, oh, how do you do this? Oh, it's kind of a secret recipe. And they're like, for me, I'm from a computer programmer background. We have open source, we have Linux and have all that stuff. And then I noticed that that doesn't apply to the, to the vegan community that much. They, the, the, the cooking world, they have this kind of, this is my recipe, this is my tradition, though this is my secret. And on the other hand, in computers, it's like, share, 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 do, do, do it. Um, so that was when I clicked, actually, I want you to do open source vegan cheese. So that, that's, my, that's why cashew bar is like, all my recipes are creative commons. And I was like, some people, oh, I understand you should pe uh, do a patent or do protect it or copyright or recipe. I was like, no, because people will, stop, will not do it. And I want people to do it because it's not the final one. It will never be the final one. Like it's not thousands of years. So that's like my f idea for flavor. It's always there like to make something with food, but I never found my niche. And when I realized that cheese is like this kind of hacking like I'm a computer programmer, so this hacking, how to break the the secret of it. I think that when my computer programming experience comes and meet together, yeah. Besides breaking the secret of vegan cheese making, we wanted to know what he wants to achieve with Cashew Bird. I hope that my contribution with Cashew Bird is the information is there. You don't need to buy from us. I'm happy to if you if you're helping us. But I think the community and the development of discussions is, is very important. Uh, and like you were saying about the sustain, sustainability, I hope to get something that is cheap enough so everybody can make for their family, for their, uh, to, to, in a regular basis, without thinking, oh, I need to buy these almonds and they're expensive. And if I mess it up, uh, it'd be a very expensive thing. So I think that this is also a part of going from this vegan expensive world and slowly bringing to do it yourself. It won't be maybe a bit more expensive than buying a cheap product in the supermarket, but it's a better quality and you can do it. I'm a bit confused. If you look at all the blogs and Facebook and stuff, isn't there already a lot of knowledge sharing going on? Um, one thing that I, I always get is sharing is common but the good quality information is not common so sharing recipes that i created myself and it worked and i need five ingredients and it's quick that's something that is becoming very popular in in the vegan community uh but after people uh i think that With this idea of aquafaba, that's why I also got a lot of inspiration for my vegan cheese uh, process. Is that when people realize, oh, I can get the water of beans and make it uh, uh, like egg whites. That information, it's there's no way of not having that information spread, and there's no way of own that information. It's like, oh, I've learned this, I passed it over, and other people did, and pass it over. Um, I think that Aquafaba was, was a really good experience, uh, example of how the community worked well, and they developed many recipes from sort of an accident. Um, on the other hand, chefs and cooks, uh, they usually tend to protect their, their recipes. The left 
vegans, usually they are open to share. But I see that whenever they are starting a business, they want to protect. Oh, it's my secret. We are curious. There must be a vegan cheese hotspot out there, apart from online communities. Isn't there? So for me, what uh, I found is that, um, of course, Switzerland, France uh, are two hotspots for, 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 for cheese and for vegan cheese. I think that one part is the, the economical, the, the second part is where the, the culture is, 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 is stronger. Um, on the other hand, it is still, there are some Facebook groups. There are some information where people are experiencing, but like I said, they are sharing the basics, but a very, very basic, what I'm doing or what I'm, what I experienced, I see only people doing it in secrecy. Uh, not in a bad way, but because they don't have a final product to show or a final uh, technique to show. And then slowly Facebook groups are being the best way of, of, of doing that of knowing and getting to know people and, and to contact and ask questions. So, um, but there's no local group. I see a lot of in the US also happening, a lot of in Australia. I was very surprised with the Australian community uh, regarding vegan cheese. They do have some very interesting things there in Australia, uh, which I think that because of the, the, the demand is very high, and the people are very creative there and trying to, to supply that demand. So I see that in Australia they have some vegan cheese that you wouldn't get even in Europe. They are not, they might be completely different, but it is like fermented soy, soy cheese is something that you can get in Australia, but not in Europe, which is very interesting. Now it, you get, but it's also a different approach. Watch out Europeans. Cashew Bird started his tour around Europe to further spread his magic recipes and share his knowledge. It's not enough to sell the cultures because people don't know what to do with it. So I need to teach how to make the recipes. And then that's why cheese is something that is not one day, one week, but it rather a month to month until it gets ready. And then you notice, oh, that's, that's wrong, that's good, that's right. So it took me these two years. Now uh, the workshops are basically giving the the fundamentals of vegan cheese but i still don't have the final recipes because that's something that i have an approach to it and like the same as cheese it's very it's so var uh, varied how many types of cheese you can make in vegan cheese there's even the another layer that you can make with almonds or you can make with cashew so it's very complex uh, and with the workshop i thought teach people the basics and let them find by themselves their preference and their conditions. Here in Germany is a bit colder. I can make some type of cheese. In Italy it's warmer. Probably the cheese must be different. We experienced a huge interest in his workshop in Berlin and wonder where else people are interested in vegan cheese making. Cashewbert gave me a, a, a good view of where my customers are. Mostly UK, Germany. And then uh, there is some Switzerland and, and, and Austria. So that was, was the, 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 my, my guide. Um, right. And the cheese culture also that is involved in those countries. I, for me, it was, it's very new to learn how people eat cheese. And that's also part of the, of the process here. That, um, like I said in the beginning, in winter, 
people actually do miss eating bread and cheese. And that's, for me, in Brazil, it's too warm for cheese, so you don't want to eat that kind of, of meal unless it's very co a very cold winter, which might be five degrees <laughs> plus. Uh, so yeah, so that's the tour is where my customers are and where I, know I have connections. And slowly I have people that are in Norway, uh, Denmark, and a lot of in Holland are also asking for, for cheese. So that's now my next step, probably where people are asking me to go. Anderson seriously is pretty close to breaking the secret of vegan cheese making. What else is it he wishes for? Uh, community needs to grow, I think. Uh, but I think that Facebook, it's, it, it's sometimes sad and sometimes good because it's like all information is available, but it's all controlled by one company. Uh, but it is, it is there, it's out there, you can ask questions, and the community is trying to help. Um, I just hope that this idea of, I find, found something, I hope that people will start sharing that information instead of hiding that information, because in a globalized world, it, it makes little sense. All right, let's think about Cashew Bird's theory of change and sum this up. To most of Europeans, the biggest challenge to get vegan is to give up cheese. Cashew Bird aims to build a platform to create the perfect vegan cheese that is delicious and affordable. Doing so, he wants to support people to transition into a more plant-based diet. At the moment, this is a grassroots movement in an experimental stage with only a few people that are not well connected yet. Spreading the message, making people curious about vegan cheese that is based on traditional cheese-making techniques and, luckily, letting people try his newest creations is just the first step on Anderson's agenda. By encouraging people to start their own vegan cheese lab at home and share their findings online, he wants to finally find the perfect vegan cheese recipe. For us, Cashew Bird already is a big pioneer for all vegans in Europe. Obrigado, Anderson, for your effort and passion. We really appreciate it. If you want to visit one of his workshops, get a cheesemaking starter kit or buy Cashew Bird's awesome cheese cultures, visit www.cashewbird.com. Heads up, Berlin folks, we also heard that Cashew Bird is planning to open a vegan cheese store in your neighborhood. You can find all links in the show notes below and on our website www.flowful.org. The music is by beautiful soul, Andrew Healy. Thanks for listening. Be flowful. Well, now we sit in the sand, holding hands, watch the sunset over the land. And I'm glad that the bright blue water and the brown on the ground and the frown on your face is upside down. Sun and palm and leaves on the coconut trees sway above our heads with the breeze through the leaves. And all of these colors bleed as one.